Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Slight Bet and I'm delighted to be joined once more by Greg Browning. How's it going, Greg? Hello there, yes. Very well, thank you. Very well. How's your week been? A good result for you guys last night, even though you weren't playing? Tremendous result. Come on, the Paisley Saints. Another defeat for Dundee keeps us below them. And the uh, the fight for 11th place in the league is on. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as exciting as the, the fight for the title at the top and the, the fight for the top six places as well. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating end to the season um, across all the leagues, to be fair. I've been quite vocal the last couple of weeks on saying that the quality of the season has been pretty piss poor. Like, let's be honest, the Premiership this season has been the poorest it's been I can remember. And the fact that you've got seven teams all vying for that top six spot uh, below Rangers Celtic and Hearts just shows how poor the league's been. But what, what it will be, though, it will be very exciting um, over the coming weeks and months. Yeah, and all the leagues kind of reaching quite an exciting climax, apart from probably League Two, where Kelty have got things pretty sewn up here. Yeah, I don't think there's any surprise in that. I think we knew Kelty would steamroll their way to that league. Um, Anna now is sitting pretty in second, who we'll speak about um, later in the podcast. Cove still just edging their way towards the title. Not got it wrapped up yet, uh, prior to what I said pre-podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but the five points ahead of Airdrie, who are also having a great season. And the championship. Wow, Patrick Thistle coming to the fray a little bit. Yeah. Their win on Tuesday night. So uh, last night, sorry. So it's quite an exciting end to the season. Our both obviously still leading the way in the championship, but just one point ahead of Kilmarnock. So I'm fairly certain there's going to be a lot of twists and turns between now and me. Yeah, plenty to play for. It's Scottish Cup weekend and we have got a man who has um, done pretty well in the Scottish Cup. David, how are you doing? Ryan us from Norway. How's things? Good and good, thanks. Yeah. Uh, finalist? Mm, semi. Semi-finalist? Semi. Yeah. They blew it. They absolutely chucked it. <laughs> we chucked it. I'm sure we covered this. We covered this. We covered up against Hibs. 18 nil up against Hibs and they threw away. Greg's pinning his St. Johnston hopes on them being able to score a goal in uh, <laughs> some sort of playoff game, which is interesting. Um, yeah. The yeah. uh, St. wins obviously left. Well, St. Johnston and Dundee even further adrift. Uh, a real battle to try and get a playoff against um, someone. Yeah, someone I think there's an acceptance now that it is a fight now between those two teams. There's no coming back. Even though Aberdeen are only eight points above us, um, and they've had a torturous season so far, Aberdeen, we're not going to win that many games between now yeah. and then the season to catch them. So it's very much a winner takes all between Dundee and St Johnson now. Yeah, so no game for St Johnson this weekend, Greg. No, unfortunately not. Uh, Scottish Cup weekend, and when your side's not involved in the Scottish Cup weekend, it's not quite care. the same. Um, unlike um, someone who's going to Hearts away on Saturday, quarter to eight kickoff for Div. Plus oh, it's, Just it's a dream be, scenario that. It's going to be amazing. Early train through to Edinburgh in the boozer for twelve o'clock. Early time kickoff. Watch the scores come in till five o'clock. Tea time kick off and off to the match. Oh, we get to the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, if he if he makes the game, he'll be doing well. I think. No, Div. Uh, David, last time you were on, I think was before Celtic played Bodo Glimt. Um, yes. Subsequently, <laughs> gave Celtic a, a bit of a lesson. To be fair, uh, and tonight they're in action again in the Conference League, and it's says that Alkmaar that they're playing two to one to win tonight. Um, what's the thoughts in Norway? Are they likely to progress, or is this a, a stiffer challenge in the Celtic game? I, I don't I don't see it as a stiffer challenge in the Celtic game. I, I, I think um, with those two games behind them, and um, I don't I don't see it as as a as a big step up from Celtic really. To be honest, um, obviously they're a good side and they've got good players. But I think uh, Bode Glint at two to one has a lot of, a lot of value there, considering you look at the teams who they beat at home. Yeah. And this year, well, this season, and also, yeah, they, they've lost one game at home in the last two years, mm-hmm. um, and that was against Molde. So, yeah, I, I think that, that looks like great value to me. And if you just look at the, the goals angle, which is something they're good at, over two and a half goals, even money for a Bodie Glint game, I think, uh, I think you'd have a bit of that. Yeah, even if they were playing St. Johnson, I would have a bit of that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, having a pretty decent season so far, sitting fourth in the in the top flight in 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 Holland. It's probably so, where you'd expect him to sit, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Fan or PSV and Ajax above them. Uh, I think Bodiglip were probably aided by the fact that Ange Postecoglou just chucked the game in the second leg in terms of his lineup. I think uh, that, that's not taking anything away from Moore Glimp because they deserve to go through and mm. they were sensational at Celtic Park. But I think that second leg definitely went into uh, Moore Glimp's favour with that starting lineup. Um, so I'm not sure. This probably will be a trickier test, I think. And interesting to see their home legs first this time. Mm-hmm. That has an impact on the outcome. Yeah, but I think that's kind of caught my eye, David, the two to one price. I just thought that was a bit big. What I will say about EZ is they're unbeaten in 14, but then again, yeah. Celtic, Celtic were unbeaten in. Some huge number of games as well prior to prior to playing Bodo. So yeah, I, 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 I probably I, w- I wouldn't say that they're definitely not favourites, but that price is good. But yeah, definitely even money on the the goals definitely something you would never ever see in a uh, Bodo Glimp game in uh, yeah. domestically. Yeah. Uh, so we're edging towards the elite season season restarting, David. It's not too far away, and we were talking pre podcast there that there was supposed to be some cup games last weekend. Yeah, so it's three weeks till the league starts, um, and the cup, which last year's cup was carried over to this year, and uh, it's actually on this weekend coming. But um, Bode Glimt, who were still in the cup, uh, got a, got their game moved to to last weekend against Orlesund because of the European games. Mm-hmm. It was so that they wouldn't be playing in between uh, their European tie with AZ. Um, and then Orlesund subsequent, subsequently uh, got COVID, uh, went through the squad a little bit. So Orlesund. Tried to move it again uh, back to a bit later uh, mm-hmm. in the month, and I think it would have clashed with the falling round of the cup. So the um, basically the, the the federation said no and uh, awarded awarded both a glimpse of three 0 win. That's really. Um, so it's a bit unfair. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically. There was a bit of sort of bad feeling towards Glimt because of it, because they didn't want to play in between their European ties, because that was the that was basically the only option was move it back between your European ties or 
you you'll take the win sort of thing and uh, uh, they took the win yeah, so, so an, another over two and a half goals for Bodo then. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so this weekend uh, there's the last 16 of the 2021 uh, Norwegian Cup, um, and some really interesting ties. Um, one that stands out for me is uh, Sarpsborg. Sarpsborg go to Osana. Uh, Sarpsborg finished the season really well last year. Um, I think they jumped up to about seventh or eighth place by the time the season was finished. And um, that was after really struggling for the first half of the season. So Sarpsborg, at the moment, there's no prices out in the on the British um, betting sites, but the Norwegian market has them priced at 1.85 away at second tier Osana, who kind of middling, sort of middling Obost League team. Um, and I'd expect Sarpsborg to to um, be able to beat them. That's the one that really stands out. Molde play against Odd, which is probably the two two. Um, Two of the strongest teams left left in it, but yeah, Molde. I uh, watched them in a friendly just the other day. Uh, they hammered all the soon six one. Uh, so maybe it was just as well that Bodo Glimt didn't get to play all the soon. But yeah, Molde hammered all the soon six one in a friendly, and they looked they looked really really uh, good. So it'll be interesting to see first competitive games, and uh, there'll be two cup rounds before the the season starts, um, which is. Um, yeah, looking forward I'll to get that. the uh, 21 day klaxon ready then David yes it's <laughs> on <laughs> uh, okay so anyway looking for a bit in Norway then the Sarpsborg uh, what's that but uh, 1.85 did you say 20, yeah 17.20 yeah, okay so cup weekend in Norway cup weekend in Scotland Greg we're going to have a good look at these four quarter final games uh, as you highlighted the first one on Saturday's Hearts v St Mirren big win for St Mirren last night a late late goal at Dundee, um, which I think is their first goal under Stephen Robinson. Robinson certainly their first win under him. Yeah, they've had a tough start. Um, Robinson at St Mirren, not been a great start. A couple of defeats, a couple of draws. So it was vital for them to get um, that three points. And what it does do, it takes them right back into contention now for, for top six. Hearts, after their sticky patch, have come good again. Um, definitely best of the rest behind Celtic and Rangers. It's a tough game to call. Um, I think Hearts are obviously rightly favourites for this game at three to four. Uh, but from a betting angle, though, um, nothing much doing at the moment. I think the bookies are really slow in pricing up Scottish Cup games. They really leave it to the last minute. So yeah. probably going to have to wait until tomorrow night now to, to maybe get some card and corner angles in this match. And, and that's the same to be fair across all the games. So I've nothing highlighted yet um, across any of the Scottish Cup games. Motherwell plays uh, play Hibs on Saturday as well. Now two really really poor teams at the moment. Motherwell no one in ten. I think the Motherwell fans are starting to get a bit frustrated with Graham Alexander now. And if he were to lose this match, um, you might even find um, some Motherwell fans call for his time to be up. Hibs as well, it's been a bit stuttery for Hibs, really poor last week, I appreciate they've got players missing but that's been the same across all teams this season, uh, just one win in 10 for Hibs, so they're 6-4, to four. Motherwell 15-8, to eight. so it's a match between two really poor sides, it'd yes. be difficult to call out a win in that match. It's definitely hard to call, I was looking at Hibs record, they've actually reached the semi-final seven times in the last 10 years, which I think is a tremendous record for them. Um, yeah, they do have a great cup record, Hibs. They really do. Um, maybe not winning it, but certainly getting to the lower stages. No, they're definitely not winning it. It's only the clubs at St Johnston that win it on a frequent basis, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of the other matches, Dundee host Rangers. Um, 
got a full bit for Dundee there. I guess you could say it's a free hit for them. Rangers at one to three. Tough game on oh, tonight against Red Star. So yeah. I think as I said last time when they played Motherwell, you often find that clubs struggle to reach the heights of a really good European performance. And that was really the case that again when they drew I think it was two all at home to Motherwell. But they, they should take care of Dundee in this game. I have, I have a look at Dundee Connors. I have a quiz question for both you guys in relation to Rangers. Which current Rangers player is the only one that played the last time Rangers won the Scottish Cup? Silence. McGregor? <laughs> David? Uh, <laughs> oh, Stephen uh, Davis, sorry. Uh, Steve Davis, is it? I don't even know when they won the Scottish Cup. When was it? 2010 or something? 2009, I think. 2009. Yeah, Steve Davis has to be. 2009. that long? Yeah. So, Stephen Davis played for Rangers. Scott Arfield actually played for Falkirk in the final as well. Mm. Uh, Arm McGregor was on the bench. So, yeah, it's been that long since Rangers have won the Scottish Cup. Um, But, yeah, looking at this one... David, any angles in this? I kind of thought my old favourite Rangers win to nil, even money. Might be worth a second look. Yeah, that looks pretty good. That does look pretty good considering uh, Dundee's lack of goals um, recently. I think um, Van Bronckhorst definitely seems to have brought a more defensive attitude towards towards Rangers. So I think, uh, yeah, that looks, that looks pretty good. Dundee, yeah, one goal in the last four games. So I think... Uh, could well, could well be in the, Dev last night was saying in the chat as well, he's never seen a team play more defensive, so I'd imagine uh, they might set up pretty similar on uh, Sunday. And given where Dundee are at in terms of the, the league position, obviously fighting for their lives in the, the, the Premiership, um, is this a good thing to have a cup game? Ordinarily, yes, but maybe not against a Celtic or a Rangers. Uh, do, I mean, do they have a game mid, next midweek or do they have like... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think when you play against Rangers or Celtic and you lose, I don't think it probably doesn't affect the the, the mood too much. I mean, they probably can't, can't get much lower there. This will all be David if they can beat seven 0 Yeah, that, that is true. But yeah, I think um, yeah, it's probably a nice distraction to be honest for them. Uh, they can take their mind off the league for a for a game and have a free hit at Rangers. Good yeah. to see as well who returns to the Dundee lineup. I know that Charlie Arrow's been injured and they've had some COVID issues as well. So that'll probably clear up in time for the next league match. Which is against Rangers. Oh, <laughs> next glorious. Sun- Excellent next, news. Next Sunday. So, yeah, Wonderful. I'm, I'm not too sure how much of I... Um... <laughs> a break this weekend is going to feel like when they've got them next week. Uh, yeah, so that was only one that kind of jumped out at me. Greg, I know you were obviously waiting in cor- corner and card markets coming out, but I thought Rangers went to nil even money or Rangers to score in both halves at 11 to 10 uh, with fairly decent shouts in it. And then Monday night we've got Dundee United v Celtic, uh, Dundee v Glasgow again uh, in the quarterfinal of the Scottish Cup. Any thoughts on that one, David? Yeah, I think Celtic without without the uh, European distraction. Um, Will be very keen to uh, to win the Scottish Cup. Um, yeah, I mean, Dundee United. What card is probably going to be probably going to be looking at cards in that one? Dundee United. I'm just looking now. Four to five for over three point five. Cracking price, isn't it? Match. That's, that's pretty it's incredible. It's a really good price. John so, Beaton, uh, the man in charge. John Beaton doesn't. Does he not like a card? What's his deal? 
Yeah. Who doesn't like a card? <laughs> Madden. Uh, Bobby Madden doesn't like a card, but yeah, Beaton does. Beaton definitely does. Beaton does, right. Well, there you go. And yeah. some of the third lights, Monday night, be a decent crowd there. Um, I think United will give Celtic a game, but I fully expect Celtic to go through. And no surprise to see that I'll be focusing on Celtic first half corners again, or <laughs> corners in each half. I can't believe we got 13 to 10 for three corners each half against Livy the weekend. Yeah, that was good. In hindsight, that's like a super nap when you look, yeah. you look back at it, given Celtic's corner stats. But definitely be keen. I think Celtic were even money to get four first half corners against Livy on Sunday. So yeah. it's still an angle with the bookies are struggling on still in terms of pricing up Celtic corners in the halves. Yeah, we had a chat about this earlier in the week, Greg, didn't we? And we were just talking about, obviously, we got stung a wee bit in the, the Bodo Glimt game away from home in terms of corners. And that was just uh, to Lasted due to the line-up, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess there's still that wee bit concern of what Ange Postacoglu might do on Monday night. I think he'll go out there to win the game. But, again, there was no Jota and no Abada. Um, yeah. And Celtic went to Norway, and I think that has a, a big influence on the card count itself. Yeah, do you know what I'll probably do is I'll probably place it up and put it on the channel before kickoff, and I'll wait to see team news mm-hmm. and the team news suit. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep it. Um, I'll be keen to see what United can get corner wise. They've had some pretty good numbers at home against the better teams. What's we'll the better yeah. teams? Who are the better teams? <laughs> just, <laughs> just, um, just on Hearts. Um, I think they've got a bit of an injury crisis um, after last week. Um, Gary McKay Stephen went off injured. John Suter went off injured. Cammy Devlin went off injured. And also uh, Alex Cochran went off injured. So four out of four players went off injured last week. And um, some infi- inside information that I, I have from an unnamed source uh, suggests that there's, um, there's been a lot of scans and a lot of... Uh, a lot of um, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, treatment game going on this week at, at Hearts, so I think they could be a little bit short of uh, numbers. I quite like the price on uh, both teams to score at um, Tencastle at the weekend, just just because they'll be so short in number. I think Hearts will score against St Mirren, but I can definitely see both teams scoring, and uh, it's 11 to 10, I think, for uh, both teams That's to score. Price. And uh, 21 to 20, sorry, 21 to 20 for both teams to score, just with Hearts injuries problems, especially without Suter in the team. I think uh, they won't they won't be solid at the back. And um, yeah, quite like. I the think on that note, we can see as well, Dave, what we can get on St Mirren corners in that match. I know they only hit four last night, but I think St Mirren are at full strength for Saturday Scottish Cup game. Yeah, and, and then look, uh, buzzing as well after last. Yeah, night. exactly. Mm. Yep. Okay, so kind of. Covered the, the four Scottish Cup ties. I'm going to ask you to commit yourself here to who your four semi finalists are going to be, David. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Rangers, Celtic, Motherwell, and uh, let's say St. Mirren. Let's say <coughs> St. Mirren throwing a surprise with all the heart injury problems. Craig? I'll go for a, re- a Glasgow Edinburgh wow, semi finals. Okay. Yeah. So Hearts, Hibs, Rangers, Celtic. Oh, I'd make a tremendous semi-final lineup. That's what the sponsors want. Yeah, a sponsors dream. <laughs> Is there a sponsor? Not entirely sure there is. Uh, okay, we'll quickly move on to the lower leagues and there's some cracking games this weekend. Uh, fair to say that game of the weekend is probably on Friday night, Greg. You'd have to say so uh, for two reasons. One, it's a, a match involving two really informed sides, and it's an initial derby. So no love loss at all between these two teams. There's essentially eight cup finals left for Kilmarnock 
Ayr have sorted themselves out under Lee Bowen, who's done a cracking job since he's come into that role. Um, they battered Wraith Rovers 4-0 last week away from home. Mm. So their only real block in their kind of report card recently was that kind of surprise 1-0 defeat at home to Queen of the South. But it's a tough game to call. I think Kilmarnock even money. I still think Kilmarnock are a bit vulnerable. I, I do think... I still have them to win the league, obviously, and they're only a point behind our growth. They've kept three clean sheets in a row now, which is great. I think Kill Lafferty will be back for this game. It'll be a full house at Somerset Park, but they are playing a, a their side who will be full of confidence given their run. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's just a tough, tough game to call. We're speaking to Stuart, who's on the channel, who's quite close to things at air, and he was talking about James Maxwell. Um, he scored four goals in his last six games, I think, and he scored two last week. He scored in this fixture a month ago when Ayr won 2-1 at Kilmarnock and he's 33-1 to to score any time. Sorry, 33-1 to score first and 14-1 to score any time. So, big, big odds uh, given the fact that Ayr are in great shape and are at home. But I think as long as Kelly don't lose this match, then that will suit me fine. But obviously, we much prefer a Kilmarnock win for our Kilmarnock um, and post bet. Yeah, I just wonder if Ayr have left this little run of form a wee bit too late. There's, but they must have Wraith Rovers in their sights. They're only seven points behind uh, the playoff places now. Yeah. Um, it's a big ask, on, isn't it? Any thoughts on it, David? Yeah, I mean, Wraith and Inverness are both uh, dropping away, aren't they? I mean, if Ayr can go on a, a run and just put a little bit of pressure on them, then you, you, you never know. It's, obviously, it's a tough game against Kilmarnock, but... Yeah, Phil House at Somerset Park is a fantastic wee ground when there's a when there's a big crowd there. Um, should be. I mean, it's a, just on that point, David. Going sorry. Really well. Yeah, yeah. On you go. On you go. Um, so at the moment, there's about six or seven teams in the leagues in Scotland in the top two flights who are on horrible runs. So Aberdeen, no one in ten. Dundee, one one in fifteen. Dundee United, two wins in sixteen. Hibs, one one in ten. Motherwell, no wins in 10. St Johnston, two wins in 18. And to your point there, Inverness and Wraith Rovers, Inverness are no wins in 11. And Wraith Rovers, no wins in 11. So a lot of teams at the moment on really, really horrible runs. Begs the question, who is winning? What is it? Who is winning? I don't know. Certainly not St Johnston, anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, just a kind of final point on that game Friday night. Um, Alan Muir is the referee. Uh, he had... What's he handed out? 12, sorry, 60 uh, yellow cards in 12 games. So he's averaging five cards a game. Uh, could be a feisty win at Somerset Park on Friday night. No, I definitely agree. I think there'll be cards in this match. I would expect there to be at least at least four or five. Um, and we'll see which bookies they're offering card markets uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So that match is live on BBC Scotland and BBC iPlayer Friday night, 7.45, and that should be well worth tuning in for. Uh, also in the Championship on Saturday, we've already touched on Partick Thistle. Greg, they're now just six points off the top and they've got a game in hand. They're away to Morton uh, this weekend and Morton are the only team to have beaten them in the last 10 games. Thistle have been, been doing really well. Yeah, they have. Um, obviously not scoring many goals, but I think that's probably quite understandable given the state of the Firhill pitch. Uh, interestingly, Thistle, the last seven games they've won at home, they've won them all 1-0. So can I say its own story? And a lot of those with late goals. I wanted to wait until the result against Queen of the South on Tuesday night because I know Queen of the South have been in decent form, but 
the important thing for Thistle was they, they got the three points. Mm-hmm. And as you say, brings them back right into the fray, to be fair. But they have to win that game in hand. They're six points behind Arbroath and they're five points behind Kilmarnock with the game in hand. So I think momentum-wise, it's definitely with Thistle here. Morton's stuttering a little bit. They had a great start under Dougie Emery, but they've only won once in four now. And I just think Morton, sorry, Thistle here needing to win this match. Is that, again, same with Kilmarnock and Arbroath. They've got eight cup finals. This is another cup final for, for Thistle. And if they really want to bring into the mix in terms of automatic promotion, they have to win this match. And they are just a shade below six to four. And I'm happy to back them to do so. Yeah, it feels like a, a fairly pivotal weekend for Thistle with Kilmarnock away to Air United. You know, it's a game if you're a Thistle fan, you're thinking, well, that's if Kilmarnock are going to drop any points, then it might be their uh, tough game themselves. Um, obviously at Morton, but it could be a, a pretty big swing in Thistle's favour this weekend, David. Yeah, I, I sorry, I, ideally, I want Thistle <laughs> to um, get to the playoffs and play us and first of all, them out. That's the yeah. dream scenario. <laughs> Morton's home, Morton's home form has been really, really poor this year as well. Just two wins at Capital, a lot of draws, and there's been quite a lot of draws for Thistle away from home. So I think your your draws your most likely outcome uh, at the weekend in this one. Um, yeah, but Thistle, Thistle do need to win if they want, if they still are, but any ambitions of taking the taking the title. Greg, you've named your colours to the match. You've gone with a Thistle win. Yeah, Street Thistle win 29-20 with bet 365, and that's just a shade below 6-4. Um, I think it's a decent price, and I think they can get the win. And obviously, we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on a broth this weekend as well. They just don't really seem to be showing any signs of, of letting up, really, don't they? We're, we're still waiting on that slip-up to, to happen. No, they've not slipped up to the search. They are, they are drawing quite a few games. They got a massive victory last week at home to Dunfermline. And at this time of the season, it's not about performances, it's about getting three points. And they're still winning, still racking up the wins. So Inverness have been a shambles recently. Yeah. I think we're all surprised that John Robertson is still in charge there. Uh, like I said before, no wins in 11 for them. But again, a tough game for Arbroath and it's definitely a match in which Arbroath could drop points in. To be fair, I, th- I think between the three of them, between Kilmarnock, Arbroath and Thistle, I would still expect all three to drop points. It's just been that type of league this season. Mm. No one's went on a, a really good run, but we're at the business end of the season, so you might find that these these three do go on some sort of kind of win, winning run between now and May. Inverness's last win was a, a 6-1 victory over Morton on the 11th of December. I'm wow. fairly sure, fairly sure on that sixth goal and none of the fans <laughs> thought they'd be waiting so long for another victory. Uh, mm-hmm. Tough trip for our broth, David? Yeah, it's always a, it's always a tough trip, just just geographically. Um, a lot of the boys will be probably travelling up from sort of Central Belt, so uh, it is a tough trip, but I think they've shown they've got enough quality to, to see off Inverness um, already this season and I think uh, yeah, I think that win last week will have done them wonders so it will probably have just kicked them back into life um, I think they went up there earlier in the season I think they, I think they won 1-0 up there earlier in the season um, probably yeah if my memory is <laughs> right um, so yeah, yeah they, 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 they go away and they, they do so just sort of grind grind little away wins against the sort of top half teams and I can, I can definitely see them doing it again um, at the weekend yeah yeah, the last four meetings between the sides have finished 1-0, 1-0, 0-1, 0-0. So 
Yeah, it doesn't look like it'll be a... What it does classic. do, if Kamani get a result on Friday night, it puts the pressure right on Arbroath. Still going That's to his mind, Kilmarnock, so it'll be interesting to see how that game on Friday night pans out. Yeah, so a standard 1-0 Arbroath win is 13 <laughs> to uh, for any correct score backers out there. Uh, David, you wanted to have a look at Queen of the South three day throwers. Queen of the South had been abysmal for a long period there, but they managed to put three three wins together, uh, only to suffer a late defeat at Party Thistle uh, earlier in the week. Race, they got a cup win at Kelly, which put them into the final of the, what are we calling that trophy? Craig? Challenge Cup. Challenge, uh, challenge Cup. Uh, but it's they're only winning eight. They get hammered by air, 4 0. Yeah. Um, so you think Queen of South can, can take advantage of Wraith's current plight? Yeah, I mean, since Willie Gibson took over at uh, Queen's, um, it's been a, a marked improvement. I think um, things had just gone down and down before, and they just, just looked as if they were doomed, didn't they, before Willie took yeah. over? But um, I think they, they drew with our Arbroath, beat Air, beat uh, Morton. Um, I think it was, it was obviously a tight game with this with the other night. But um, I just think the price looked really... <laughs> just wrong basically for for the uh, Queen of the South in this one. Um, they are two point seven five at home against the Rafe Rovers side that hasn't won since eleventh uh, of December. Um, yeah, that's what eleventh of December was the last time they won. Same weekend um, as Inverness. Yeah, yeah, it's a curse. So, it's a weekend. Yeah, yeah. so uh, and and away from home. Um, They've not, yeah, the last win was in back in November. I just, I think the price, 2.75 for Queen of the South is far too high, considering recent form and Queen of the South's recent upturn uh, since Willie, uh, Willie just took over. Um, is that Willie with a U, yeah. David? Or Willie uh, with an I? Is it Willie? Willie. 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 Uh, he likes, I think he calls himself <laughs> Willie. Uh, on Twitter, so yeah, Willie. Uh, um, I suppose when you get to a stage of the season, David, uh, it's about trying to build some momentum, but also you've got a Queen of the South side who are just two points off the bottom. Next team above them is five points up against a Raith Rovers side who are pretty much just stuck mid-table. Um, still in with a shout of a, a playoff place, but um, you know, arguably Queen of the South are fighting for their lives here. Yeah, they are. They are, and and they know that a win here puts them within one just one game of getting out of the playoff spot. And uh, Morton and Hamilton not in great form themselves, so. Yeah, it's a great opportunity for them uh, this weekend against Wraith, who, yeah, they can still get in that playoff, but um, they've just been um, absolutely crashing since, well, since Goodwillie, uh, <laughs> the story, but also just uh, since um, since the turn of the year. And, yeah, it was uh, it was nice to see them putting out a tweet on a International Women's Day. Um, <laughs> oh, I've been doing a little lead balloon, didn't <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rightfully so. Rightfully yeah, so. Uh, just... Sit down and to be fair though, there'll be people there'll be people that say on that day they didn't put anything up. Oh, that's a disgrace, didn't put anything on Wednesday. You can't please people, but yeah, I think you're right. It's probably not well timed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I went for you, David for Cunha South at seventy four and old money. Yeah. All right, we'll dip into League One. We've touched on Cove Rangers, the five points clear of Airdrie at the top, but we're going to have a look at the bottom of the table, Greg, for your next pick. Now, this is the proverbial six-pointer. Mm-hmm. This is gargantuan, this match, for both for both teams. I think Dumbarton are six points better off than East Fife, but um, a decent run of form in East Fife at the moment. Just one defeat in six. Quite a few no-no draws in that time, though. But they have had some pretty tough fixtures. They, they lost two late goals at Falkirk last week. 
but they have drawn away to Montrose last weekend, which is a good point for them, and they drew with Queen's Park. So definitely performing well against some of the league's better sides. Uh, Dumbarton, however, are on a pretty dire run, just one win in seven. They've shipped nine goals now in their last three matches, and that includes a 2-1 defeat against Alloa. And that was at a time when Alloa had just sacked uh, Barry Ferguson, or he left at, at that point. They then lost 4-3 at Peterhead and 3 them against Queen's Park. So not in great shape, Dumbarton. Um, interestingly, the home side have won the last seven meetings between the sides. And there's been over 2.5 goals scored in 11 of the last 12 meetings between these two sides. So interesting to see. There's lots of goals in this match. And I think East Fife have now scored at least two goals in each of their last six games with Dumbarton. So it's two teams struggling at the bottom end of the table. I think obviously if East Fife were to lose this match, then that's them. Mm. Done. Gone. Into League Two. So it's a massive, massive game. I think Dumbarton will play go there quite happy um, not to lose. But seeing that though, Dumbarton are in the playoff spot. Um, so they want to get a win here as well. I just think the 5-4 to four on East Fife uh, is worth taking. Uh, sorry, 11-8, to eight, sorry, uh, best price on East Fife to win this match is worth taking on, given they're at home, their form has improved over the last two or three weeks and they're playing a Dumbarton side who are shipping goals. Yeah, I mean, it is all we play for at the bottom. As you say, as much as East Fife desperately need to win, Dumbarton will also know that a win for them pretty much secures at least a playoff place for them. So, and I think as well, Dumbarton, uh, no clean sheets in the last 14. So I think every chance East Fife will score here. Yeah. OK, so that's 11 to 8 at SBK. Is the best price available? Yeah, 11 to 8 SBK and a general 13 to 10 um, elsewhere. Okay. David, anything else in League One catching your eye? Uh, another team that's uh, struggling with the uh, post David Goodwilly Blues, um, Clyde. Yeah. Struggling a bit in uh, Cove Rangers, 10-11, um, half-time, full-time. I quite like the look of. I think they'll, uh, I think they'll have far too much for Clyde. Um, just, yeah, I just can't see how. It's a very good price. Yeah. I think uh, they battered somebody recently home, didn't they? Um, 5-2. Peterhead. Yeah, Peterhead. Yeah, Peterhead and four with Falkirk. So, yeah, I think uh, that looks like a pretty good price considering the forums. Some amount of draws in Clyde games recently, I think it's... Yeah, it's three, three one alls in a row, I think. Uh, yeah, but even prior to that, there was another four, so that's what, seven in the last nine, if any, still square. But yeah, another club who have kind of been <laughs> dragged in, not dragged in, I suppose, been caught up in the whole David Goodwilly saga. Uh, Cove still got plenty to play for, Craig, even though they're sitting top of the table, five points clear, Airdrie doing their best to breathe down their neck. So, you know... Do you know what, actually, you're getting you're getting 10-11 uh, on half-time full-time, but you can also get to score in both halves at even money, which is probably Much better, better. bet. Yeah. Much better bet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, League two, we'll have a wee look at. Just and... sorry, just go back to the League one, sorry. Uh, Falkirk v Airdrie is a massive game for both clubs. Airdrie, obviously an opportunity to close the gap, providing obviously Clyde <laughs> getting us out up at Cove. But I think Airdrie are having a great season. Falkirk, two really disappointing results they had. A one-all draw last week against Clyde. And I think two weeks prior to that they drew one over Peterhead so that's four points dropped in their quest to try and make the playoffs uh, certainly could not be touching Falkirk in that match at that price against a very good Airdrie side yeah. 
it's just been another write-off of a season for Falkirk, hasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's happened since David left, to be fair. Right. I mean, <laughs> curves, so. No, downhill. <laughs> uh, okay, so League Two, before we wrap up, uh, and both of you, uh, independently of uh, tips in this same game, it's uh, Annan v Elgin, David. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know Greg had, <laughs> Greg had uh, mentioned this, but yeah, I thought uh, the price of Annan at home to Elgin looked really strange. I was wondering if there was something about it whether there was some sort of uh, injury crisis or COVID crisis at Annan, but um, they've won their last two games, 4-1, um, and they're going in against an Elgin side, who I thought they started the season not bad, Elgin, but um, they've just, yeah, they've dropped so far away. They've only got nine points away from home all season, and uh, recent recently away from home, They've just, yeah, they've been pretty shocking, really. They got a 0-0 draw for for but beaten by Cowden Beef, pumped by Kelty, beaten by Steny. Um, yeah, pumped by Annan last time they were down there as well, 4-1. So, yeah, I just think uh, 2.25 for Annan at home at Elgin just looked too good to be true. And um, it usually is, but on this occasion it might not be, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Greg, you've been on this one. Since Monday, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Greg, I didn't no, not at all. <laughs> Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Um, yeah, this kind of stood out when looking at this weekend's pictures at the start of the week. This this, this one stood out a mile. Uh, to what David said, it's a massive price. There's no way Annan should be 5-4. to four. So there's nothing in that. There's no COVID crisis I'm aware of. There's no injury crisis. It's just lazy trading, I think. Um, 5-4 to four for a team who are 21 points better off than Elgin. A team who have beaten Elgin three times this season, 2-0, 2-0, and as David said, 4-1. So everything points towards Annan here. They're in great form. They're scoring goals. Three wins in their, in their last four. Their only defeat in those last four was against Kelty Hearts, but, but they've beaten Edinburgh City 2-1, beaten Elgin 2-0, and they've obviously beaten Stranraer and Albion Overs 4-1. So quiz time. Quiz time for you both. Oh dear, I don't like the, questions about Annan. It's <laughs> <laughs> a geography question. Um, it's obviously quite a trek, Elgin to Annan. Um, what is the round trip distance? Now, I did put this in the channel, so no cheating. If you can remember. Oh, must be 635 miles. 500 miles. It's 512 miles. <laughs> it's a fair trek. Um, and Elgin have only won two of their 14 away games this season, and they've shipped two or more goals in nine of those 14 away games. So there's nobody in the universe who can sit and tell me that Annan to win this match is not a good bet at 5-4, to four. and no. there's nobody who can tell us that Elgin, uh, Annan to score two goals at 11-10 to 10 is not a good bet uh, prior to kick-off. So it's now in the betting hands it's up to the betting gods now and Aaron to do what they should be doing. But on paper, there's nothing to support an Elgin win here. Um Aaron looked very, very strong in great form. And I think as well, both David and I mentioned the fact that it's a very, very good price. So this yeah. this was going to be a nap, but I just couldn't decide on whether or not to go for the win or go for two Aaron goals. So I've done both. I've done split stakes. <laughs> so I've got um, 2.5 points on the Annan win at 5-4 to four, and also got two points on the Annan to score two goals at 11-10. to 10. 
I'm also a wee bit surprised that Price has held up so far, Greg. It has held up, yeah, it really has. Yeah, Don't get me wrong, Elgin have improved over the last couple of weeks. They got a win and a draw at four four. But I think the fact that the Elgin goalkeeper got man of the match and was in team of the week mm. um lets you know what you need to know in that match. It was pretty much all four for so um yeah, strange things happen, but I just think this looks a really good shout in this yeah. match and going well. Yeah, just looking at that pet builder, if you want to combine both of those, Greg, it's nine to five for Annan one and over two goals. Yeah, that's the sort of thing Div would do. Um, <laughs> it was a, it end up losing if he did it, so hopefully he doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anything else in League Two before we wrap up? Not for me. Nope. No. Okay. Can you guys just give us a wee recap then of your best bet, starting with yourself, Greg? Yeah, so we're going to have uh, bets from probably Hearts v St Mirren and Dungeon United v Celtic in the Scottish Cup. Uh, still waiting for some prices, so I'll share that on the channel later on in the week. First up will be Partick Thistle to beat Morton away from home at 29-20 and that's with bet 365. Then I've got East Fife to beat Dumbarton at home and that's 11-8 with SBK. And finally I've got Annan to beat Elgin at 5-4 and Annan to score two or more goals against Elgin at 11-10. And I've also got two or three selections from the English lower leagues that I'll be sharing on the channel uh, tonight or tomorrow. Okay. David? Yeah, uh, so in the Scottish Cup, Dundee United v Celtic, quite, I like the look of the over three and a half cards, uh, uh, four to five. Mm-hmm. Um, the Championship and Queen of the South, at home to Rafe, 2.75 um, for that one. Uh, down to League One, I guess, even money on Cove Rangers to score in both halves against Clyde, and then League Two as well with it. On board with the Greg's and in shout. Okay, thank you very much, guys. Uh, of course, if you like what we do, then make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing to us on your preferred podcast platform, whether that be Spotify, SoundCloud, or whatever it is that you listen to us on. And if you're on iTunes, then we'd really appreciate a, a kind review. If you can spare a couple of minutes as well, that would really be appreciated. And don't forget, you can follow the guys on Twitter at Browning84Greg, and also you can follow David at dweatherston 11 and if you're not already a member of Greg's private channel, then you can get involved with us there where he provides daily tips direct to your phone. Just visit gambler.co.uk for all the details on how to get involved. And that's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Thank you. Good luck. Cheers, guys. Good luck. <laughs>